I'm Laura Youngkin of The Brave Millennial. This is Lars Helgeson, CEO of GreenRope and author of CRM for Dummies. I'm Allison Bloom-Festock, the founder and CEO of Know Your Crew. This is Brad Van Dam, president and CEO of Marge Confectionery. And you're listening to High Level Wisdom for New Generation Theater. It's that time of year again. You need to file your taxes. For many people, the word taxes brings on an instant headache. What's deductible? What's not? What's changed for the current year? The tax code is thousands of pages long. Who has time to figure it all out? Thankfully, Get Help Tax and Bookkeeping has a solution for you. Simply complete a brief questionnaire online, and one of our IRS-authorized tax professionals will prepare and file your return. It's fast and easy. Call 914-467-9271 to get started. If you need help, get help. I'm so excited. I finally finished my screenplay. Cool. Does your agent like it? I don't have an agent. And I don't know any fancy Hollywood producers to help me. You should submit to Scriptapalooza. The screenplay competition? Yeah. They've been around for over 20 years. The top screenplays get promoted for a full year. They connect undiscovered writers with producers who are looking for fresh voices. Cool. First place prize is ten grand. Ten thousand dollars. That's right. Plus screenwriting software from Wright Brothers. Well, who's doing the judging? People in development at production companies. Well, they must be doing something right if they're around for over twenty years. Man, what a great idea! Scriptapalooza. Check out their website at script, a p a l o o z a dot com. They have a ton of success stories from writers just like us. Us? Yeah, I submitted yesterday. I don't want to miss the deadline. What is your goal for 2018? Earn more money? More time for your family or yourself? We offer you a solution. Be your own boss. To learn more, please go to our website www.runerinder.com We look forward to having you as an Erinder. Now, let's listen to this week's episode. Hey guys, welcome to part two. Yes, it's finally here. I'm so excited for you guys to hear the rest of this interview. Part two of my interview with Carl Howard, who is the COO of Autobell Car Wash, a great company. It's a legacy company passed down from his father and he's doing a phenomenal job and he's sharing with us the insights, the ins and outs, the tools of not only how the company is moving forward, but what does the Autobell industry look like in the car wash industry for the future? He's gonna tell you about that and more. Take a listen to part two of my interview right now. So when your dad decided I'm gonna start a car wash, And when he decided I'm going to do this thing, and now that you are where you are, what would you say to your younger self? If you could talk to him today, what would you say to him about basically what he handed you? Because he handed you, you know, what you're working in today. What type of advice would you hand the, the, the 18 to 20 year old Carl about work, about this industry, about, you know, change even. Because I, I would even say that, you know, one of the things that um, I like to ensure that we highlight um, on our on our podcast is 
one of the, the best assets I think that a baby boomer has, that a, that an exer has, is experience. Mm-hmm. And not just experience for experience sake, but experience with change. Because there's been so much of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's been so many different things that have happened. Um, and I'm a history buff, so there's a ton of things about history that I love. And, you know, to be able to meet somebody now who's been through those things, I'm just, it's fascinating. Mm-hmm. How would you roll all of some of that, what you've seen as far as change into talking to the 20-year-old Carl today? What, what would you tell him? You know... First of all, I don't know that I would change a whole lot mm-hmm. about about how we as a company and I individually went about what we did. Uh. However, um, if, I, if, if I could change anything or give advice about anything, it would be trust your gut, which you're already doing, mm-hmm. and go faster. Hmm. <laughs> really? Because I, I think at times <laughs> we're very conservative, uh-huh. you know, and— and um, I can still remember when we kind of took the first leap and we went from like 15 to 20 car washes. Mm-hmm. So we did five in one year. But we right. grew a third, which is big. Okay. Um, but – and I was a little bit nervous about doing that. But I, I, I knew in my gut that we could do it. Um, but I guess I would say trust that mm-hmm. instinct. But you can go a little faster. Interesting. Yeah, we could have we 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 could have gone a little faster. Okay. But we're not. I'm not saying that we did anything necessarily wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we were a little bit slow in in adopting the um, point of sale technology. Okay. Um, we 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 had all the computers at our, at our home office, but mm-hmm. we didn't really start doing our first. Uh, electronic points of sale until about 92 or 3, okay. believe it or not. And we could have gone a little faster with that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah, just adopting things a little quicker, right. going a little bit faster. Um, but, you know, those those decisions also have unintended consequences, which we would never know what they would yeah, be. Yeah, that's right. right. <laughs> so so let's talk about the journey. Um, if, if there's a millennial who is saying, I like cars. I like washing them. I'm looking at Autobell. Um, why Autobell versus another company? Well, again, um, much like I would say um, other retail and, and other professional uh, restaurant business, for example, mm-hmm. or something like that, we have a system, right. right? So we have a time-tested model that we know is repeatable and scalable. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we have what you as a person need to be successful in our industry. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have all the training capability. We have, um, you know, all the technology. Um, and really, it's just a, a function of are you willing to work? Mm-hmm. Are you willing to put in the effort? Because mm-hmm. it doesn't just <laughs> flop in your lap and right. you're, you're, a, you're a district manager with our right. company. But but. If you're willing to put in the, the effort, um, there's a career path. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's there's so many different things between generations that people have been able to see and highlight. Um, when you talk about somebody who's saying, OK, I want to go from just this front line to just being a store manager, I'm, I would love to be able to be in corporate. What types of uh, training 
what types of things do you guys uh, look for Mm -hmm. and that you guys have kind of put in place already to help groom the next set of leadership, the rising stars, even, if you will, Mm -hmm. uh, that you guys start to notice and say, hey, that kid, yeah, he or she's got it. She's yes, this is this is definitely the one. What types of things do you guys kind of do to to help groom potential well, leadership? Um, our company is is really operationally driven. Mm-hmm. So you know what I call this space mm-hmm. is support. Right, this whole home office creates nothing. Uh, it's a co- it, is a, it is a cost. <laughs> right. All right. Right. So everybody at this place understands that we, our job mm-hmm. from me on down is to help our people in the field with the customer right. do better. Right. That's it. So we're serving our managers. We're serving our employees. Mm-hmm. We're serving our customers by making everybody's job easier. Interesting. Um, so... And, and I tell people all the time, the the, the best path is in operations. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of people say, well, I want to come to the home office and work. <laughs> and I'm like, well, that's fine, but you you really have more earning potential as a manager and a district manager than you do in this building right here. Interesting. Not to say that it doesn't happen. Right. Because what, you know, so talent-wise, let me get mm-hmm. back to that question. Uh, our people are always looking for, and I say our people, our store managers, our district managers, our director of operations, mm-hmm. they are, all of us are looking for that next superstar manager, mm-hmm. that next superstar district manager. Mm-hmm. And so we're, we're constantly mining and, and asking our store managers, and we tell them all the time, the best, the best you can do is eliminate yourself as a need at that car wash. Interesting. So wow. when you step away from that car wash to go on vacation mm-hmm. or whatever you do in your evenings or whatever, that thing just keeps on humming hmm. as if you were That's still right. there. Right. And we also look at who have you trained? Who mm-hmm. have you promoted? Mm-hmm. You know, how have they done? Right. Um, so our managers are keenly aware that part of how they're evaluated is is the people that they work with and the people that they train. Interesting. And so, and then our district managers, and, and we're all involved in the interview process. Mm-hmm. I, I and a team of folks interview every single candidate that goes into our training program. Okay. Because I want to get to know them. That's right. I want to I want to understand what their thoughts are. Mm-hmm. I want to I want to ask questions, but I want them to ask me questions too. Right. I want to I want to you know jib jab a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So um, that that's part of the process. And then the other thing that we do as far as the home office is when there's a position open, we put it out there. We put it out there to all the stores because our kids are in school. That's right. I say our kids, yeah. our young people. You know. Um, they're in school and they're studying accounting and they're studying marketing and they're mm-hmm. studying HR and they're studying all the stuff that we are growing and have needs for. That's right. And so we want to understand if there's a person out there because what I love is when we have the skill set of, oh, I know what it's like to be in the stores and I'm bringing uh, uh, an accounting into this office uh, yeah. or I'm bringing yeah. an HR yeah. into this office. So I understand that world from school and this world from there. Mm-hmm. And that's that's a great match for us. Nice. You you were talking about the the path to, to, to leadership and, and it's it's better operationally. Mm-hmm. Have have you ever have you ever found yourself 
kind of looking at the landscape of talent and saying, we have we have talent that is in a good position for us to get to the future, right? Mm-hmm. My, my, my question to you is, when you look at what you have today, where is the car auto wash industry going? What's like, what's, and what's next for like Autobell? Like what, what is the future of, of this, this, this thing that, that people seem to enjoy and just kind of doesn't even, we don't even think about it when you're on the outside, right? You mm-hmm. just go, oh, I need to go wash my car or whatever. Right. But for you, what, what's, what's the future looking like? Well, um, our industry will become somewhat more consolidated. There'll be some bigger chains okay. uh, that form mm-hmm. because of some consolidation. That's, that's a given. Um, there'll be more competition. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a given. But, you know, uh, stepping out a little bit further, we have autonomous cars, driverless cars. Interesting. Um, coming online. Um, some say that it could completely change the trucking industry. Uh, oh, it yeah. Will, it will change our industry as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could be, you know, again, these are just all questions and theories and things like that but it Mm -hmm. could be that our facilities need to have a 24-hour function Mm. uh, so that uh well let's let me step back and say they uh the 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 automotive experts say that it takes about 17 to 20 years to get the fleet of cars that's on the road so if you envision every car that's on the road today right it would take about 17 to 20 years for all of those cars to be gone and a completely new fleet mm. to be here. So okay. it's not going to happen overnight, right. but it's going to happen. The, right. the, these autonomous cars are on the road now. Yeah. So it, it could be uh, that, particularly in major metropolitan areas, you have a large population of these autonomous cars, mm-hmm. and they are going to be driving when people are awake. Nonstop. People are going to be calling them up, and yeah. they're going to be so. The only time they can be serviced will be at night. So not only will it change our industry, it's going to change all automotive service. To mm. where it's going to have to be a twenty-four hour operation. Interesting. So there'll still be a retail element during the day, mm-hmm. but it'll be like a complete factory at mm-hmm. night where these cars come and it's just you know going, going, going. Very interesting. Um, and I mean, even Tesla's done that. I mean, they finally got the first semis to go cross country mm-hmm. driverless, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah, you, you bring up a very good point. So let's, let's talk about you for a second. In your position today, you, you have to manage a ton of different pieces. <laughs> what keeps you up at night? Any kind of safety issue. That's mm-hmm. probably, um, my biggest thing. Okay. Uh, we have a specific way that we move cars around, that we drive cars around, um, and and so I anything any um, any time that our folks don't follow that specific procedure, there's mm-hmm. a chance that something could mm-hmm. have a crash could happen. Right. For example. Right. So I'm always concerned about that. The other thing, it doesn't. It's not a worry that keeps me up, but it's a it's a puzzle. Mm-hmm. Is how can we operate efficiently? with maybe we don't get in the car and drive it around. Mm-hmm. So I'm lo- always looking at ways that we can alter the mm-hmm. operation a little bit uh, to basically where we, we have the driver, the owner or the driver mm-hmm. of the car 
maintain possession and move that car around for us mm-hmm. as opposed to us moving the car around for them. Mm-hmm. Not saying that I want to be an exterior only. I still want to have that full serve element, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But just thinking about different ways that we can operate. Because let's face it, the, the operator, the owner of the car knows, or they should know, how to operate. And I'll give you an example. Yeah. Some cars today, you cannot put in neutral with the engine off. That's right. Okay. And that is an absolute safety thing for us. We will not have a car running with the excuse me we won't have a car in neutral with the engine running Mm -hmm. so because it's it's a safety issue Mm -hmm. so in that case we ask the customer to stay in the car because Ah, it's it's a safety thing for us yeah so there's that Mm -hmm. there's uh uh again talking about current technologies there's anti-collision technologies Mm -hmm. that if they're armed they'll actually break the car inside the car oh wow so there's I've that. never thought about yeah. that. Wow. There's rain sensors that have to be turned off, right? Right. And automatic wipers. Yeah. So there's a ton of safety things that are good for yeah. the operator, but maybe <laughs> not so good for the car. <laughs> you bring up a good point. You know, and that's, that's interesting. I mean, they're all, you know, technology has its good and bad, right? Mm-hmm. And then you have to make all these adjustments. Um, recently, I was in the airport and... Um, there's these new, uh, you know, messenger bags, new backpacks that are out mm-hmm. that come with your charging ports right. and everything. And airlines have said, no, not on, not. Carry I'm on. sorry, we're yeah. not doing that as a carry on. Right. Well, that changes. <laughs> you know, people like, well, I like this bag, but mm-hmm. you have to kind of think. I can't travel with that right. bag though. So I don't know how much of a value add it becomes because it's like, well, if you have a bag that you use every day. I would have never thought about the auto sensor. Right. I would have I would, that would have never occurred to me. But those are certain things. So, so do you like at every store? Is there like signage? Do you kind of make we your have employees aware? A couple of things. We okay. do ask the customers to turn those rain sensors off. And if we see the wipers because we we actually hit it with a bug gel right. that we call it to loosen up bug stuff. Mm-hmm. So if we spray that and we see the wipers move, mm-hmm. then we'll we'll try to turn it off for the customer. We have a book. A literal, this is old school, but it, it works. <laughs> it's a flip chart, literally, because so, all these cars have different ways of getting them into neutral with the That's engine off. true. So you have to hit the button. You have to stand on your head. You have to pat your head. <laughs> rub your tummy. There's all these things <laughs> right, you have to do. Right, right. So um, we literally have a flip deal, and it's by, you know, manufacturers. Interesting. So whether it's GM, then Cadillac, you got, right. you know, all this stuff. Uh, and, and so if they don't know, they can look it up real fast. And, right. And, but again, so that creates a little inefficiency, right? Yeah. You have to take the time to do that. Right. Wouldn't it be efficient if we could just keep the customer in the car? Yeah. Uh, so Interesting. Anyway. Um, so you talked about technology. I'm, I'm interested. Uh, how do you guys kind of handle the uh, electric cars kind of deal? Because it is, it's becoming a more uh, mainstream thing. Before mm-hmm. it was kind of like, Oh, you're like on the fringes of, you know, driving. Okay, you want to go get your little electric car, whatever. Now, they're luxury vehicles. Oh, yeah. And now people are going, I'm getting that, right? How how has that kind of impacted, just beyond even just some of those, you know, technology pieces, but how does that even impact what you all do? It really doesn't. Okay. Um, Again, some of them are hard to 
you know, figure out how to get into neutral mm-hmm. and make sure that the, <laughs> the engine that you can't hear is off. Right. <laughs> but again, right. that's procedurally driven and, mm-hmm. um, you know, we, we don't really have too much trouble with yeah. it. Yeah. Um, when it comes to just the technology as a whole in car washes, I'm sure being a part of the association, being able to go to some of these different conventions and mm-hmm. seeing different things, is there something coming out that you've seen recently where you're like, that is the coolest thing I've ever seen when it comes to our industry? So one, and we're testing this technology, well, actually a couple of technology pieces. Um, believe it or not, mm-hmm. we cannot locate your car inside our car wash. Interesting. So the car, the roller comes up right. and, it, and it's the car slowly moving down the track. Mm-hmm. Our computer system doesn't know. It knows where it should be. Mm-hmm. It doesn't know where it is. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. So there's camera technology that we have deployed in two ways. Mm-hmm. One, um, is we have cameras at the entrance end that mm-hmm. are looking at the line, the queue, the line of cars, mm-hmm. the queue of cars, and it actually puts a box around each car that's mm-hmm. there, and it starts to measure how long a car sits, and our goal is to move that car in under sixty seconds. Okay, it really should be faster than that, but we let them go to sixty mm-hmm. max. And then at 60 seconds, it, it sends an alarm out saying, hey, this car's been sitting too long. Mm-hmm. Y'all do something about it. Mm-hmm. It's a local alarm letting the manager and the crew know, hey, let's pick it mm-hmm. up. we got to mm-hmm. get this car. So it's called video analytics. Um, and not a lot of people, in fact, nobody's really using it for, for that application. It's been used for highway uh, uh, detection of wrecks or, or okay. backups at the okay. highway on the on the interstate. Okay. It's been used in security. So, you know, if you have, you know, gates and stuff right. around right. and a car stops and it's not supposed to be mm-hmm. there, it, it'll alert you to that. But so we kind of segued it into looking at our queue of cars. But the same technology can be deployed inside the car wash. And put a box around those cars going through. And so if the car stops, we can stop mm-hmm. the car wash and, and try to figure out what the problem is. Because yeah. cars should not be stopping inside the Inside, car. right. <laughs> so anyway, that it's kind of a, you know, a little niche mm-hmm. technology, but it's pretty cool. Interesting. And, um, and, and I think it's got a, a, a lot of potential to help us to do two things. One, be, be safer, which right. is huge. And two, understand how to move that line faster. Right. Interesting. All right. So uh, before we wrap this up, I I want to I want to talk about the future of Carl. One day there'll be a you know great you know bright star rolling, and you're going to be grooming him to replace you. Mm-hmm. What are you looking for in your successor? You know, probably the biggest thing is a people person, somebody that cares about people. Mm-hmm. We're a people business, mm-hmm. and, and we, um, what's well, it's it's, I, it's hard to say always, but in my mm-hmm. view, it mm-hmm. would always be that way. So, um, it would be somebody that I guess first and foremost cares about people, mm-hmm. um, cares about their outcomes and 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 where they're going. Um, you know, obviously somebody that. Uh, is a is an operationally driven, you know, primarily because uh, we're an operational company. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but 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 also somebody that understands how important it is 
um, to interact with the customer as much as possible. Every mm-hmm. touch point, every single touch point mm-hmm. is critical. So whether it's uh, your website, the people that answer your phones, mm-hmm. um, the people that deal with the customer one-on-one at the car wash site, uh, because without the customer, we're nothing. Right. And and so every single touch point can be better. And and so um, I guess that's the other big thing is is uh, continuous or constant improvement. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. you can never say that's good enough because right. it's not. You, you can <laughs> always be better. Yeah. And and you know that comes from the athletic part of my world but right. but it is so true in business mm-hmm. every touch point can be improved can be streamlined can be can be modified in a way that is friendlier to the customer mm-hmm. and you also need to understand that not every customer wants to interact with your business in the same way uh, so you've got to understand okay this this segment wants to interact this way mm-hmm. this segment wants to pre-purchase their car wash and not talk to your people mm-hmm. or this person might want to talk to a automatic uh, cashier mm-hmm. and, and do it that way. So you have to be sensitive to those and understand that. Um, but again, I go back, you know, the, the first thing is they got to be people. They got to be people, people. Right. Um, because if you don't have that skill, then, then you, all this other stuff. Yeah. Happen. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, it's, it's been a pleasure being able to have you on the show today because one of the things that is, um, prevalent in our in our society today is to me and the reason why I even started this show is that we we have a a, a gap that I notice um and that gap is alarming to me because I realize that for those who are in leadership positions today um they've gotten there for a reason and there's something about what they have that is important enough that they've been able to obtain an opportunity to to be a part of, you know, the, the vision and what's moving a, a company forward. And, um, you know, with technology and all these, you know, immediate needs of response and everything else, I've realized that institutional knowledge gets lost sometimes mm-hmm. um, because we think it should just be in a, you know, a text or, you know, something that's very simple. Uh, while I am a, a fan of what we've created a, as emerging leaders, I am also uh, very aware that uh, relationship becomes very, very important. Mm-hmm. Um, how you go about what you do, <laughs> right, mm-hmm. is just as important as what you do. Right. Um, and so there's a uh, there's a there's a, a great kind of sense of that that I feel like uh, uh, seasoned leaders have that uh, uh, young people can definitely leverage. Mm-hmm. And so everything that you've been able to do. From the time you remember your first day ever working <laughs> at Auto Bell to, to today sitting on this podcast, I want to say thank you. Uh, if you haven't heard it or if you've seen it in different ways, I definitely want to say thank you because without it, Auto Bell wouldn't be where it is today. There wouldn't be the thousands of people who've had an opportunity to come through, you know, uh, whatever their tenure has been with the company, right? Whether it's been while I was in college mm-hmm. or whether it was my first role, you know. In high school, and I was able to get my first job. Um, I think it's important, and it's important to be said that what you've built, uh, someone is attracted to it right now who's saying, I want to be Carl one day, who's saying, I want to lead that ship one day. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, just thank you for what you've brought to the table because uh, without it, we wouldn't know the story, right? It has unintended consequences, and this is a good one, mm-hmm. right? That has happened. So, thank you. And uh, I-, I wanted to give you an opportunity, uh, you know, 
to share any last words with uh, whether it be uh, those who work for Autobell or with our audience, uh, you know, about, um, you know, where you stand and, w- and with the company and, and, you know, just, you know, whatever you would like to share last that I, I don't well, need the opportunity. Yeah, I'll jump in. Uh, you did one thing, not that it kept me up at night, but I, again, a little puzzle. Sure. Um, you know, part, part of being a leader is sometimes there's stuff out there um, that you, you might not think is a problem and it might be, maybe it's not a problem, mm. but as a growing company, I think one of the big things um, that, that I clearly understood is we have a culture and, and I love that culture and I wanted to keep it because mm-hmm. the biggest concern you have as growing company is losing that. That's right. That's losing right. that, you know, that can do attitude mm-hmm. that, you know, the, the, what we started with and, and what I feel like we've been able to maintain, mm-hmm. um, how do you keep it? Yeah. And so we spent a good three years going around and and talking to people and, you know, writing some ideas down um, and, you know, and we were able to define it. Ah. And, and I'm not going to get into it because it's it's internal to us. Sure, so it's not sure. an advertising sure. thing or even a podcast thing. But, sure. but you know, what I would encourage you know, everybody that can listen to this to understand is wherever you are, mm-hmm. wh- whether you're, you know, in school and you're thinking about, you want to be a part of something that has meaning, that's right. has purpose. That's right. Um, and so that's kind of the exercise we went through. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was fascinating. We, we visited, you know, every district and talked to wow. as many people as we could yeah. to, to clearly define it. And I think we did a very good job with that. Awesome. Um, and it's going to, it's going to, that work, that it was, it was a lot of hours, but mm-hmm. that work is gonna is gonna pay off huge dividends uh, to be able to educate future Autobell employees about what we're all about. Yeah, we wash cars, but we're about <laughs> something much bigger than that. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, listen, Carl, it has been a pleasure. Thank you for your time today and coming on the show. All right, thank you. All right. Oh wow. All right. I know that I absolutely enjoyed Carl. I want to thank those. Auto Bell. I want to thank his staff. I want to thank the the, the admin that I got a chance to meet uh, when I got a chance to go in and conduct this interview. But I want to thank everybody. They're doing some phenomenal work. And hey, give them a shout if you follow them on Facebook. Uh, you know, give them a shout. Let them know that you heard you know their COO right here on High Level Wisdom. And thank you, thank you as somebody who takes the time out to listen to our show. I'm eternally grateful. Now make sure that we continue this conversation. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at the handle High Level Wisdom. All together, you'll find us there. Make sure you subscribe. Go right now to YouTube as well. Hit that subscribe button and you'll be able to see even more content. I have some behind the scenes stuff. Got some really cool video as well while we were conducting the interview. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope that whatever you choose to do today, that you do it at a high level. Take care and I'll catch you in the next episode.